Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. And joining me today, we've got a very special guest. He's got quite a few accolades, NCAA champion, SEC champion, World University Games champion. Uh, he's an NCAA All-American, obviously swam for the University of Alabama, fastest man in Alabama history, I'm pretty sure, uh, Robert Howard, Bobby Howard. Bobby, what's up, man? Nothing much. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm happy to you're always a friendly face. It's always good seeing you on deck. I'm happy we get to sit down and chit chat for a little bit. Um, you know, if I'm going to give our audience a little, a little background on you, you know, you're, you're from Alabama, you stuck with your home state, swam for the university of Alabama and just got faster every single year. You rose through the ranks, um, eventually to become a multiple time sec champion, an NCAA champion in the 200 medley relay your senior year. Um, and, and now you're, you've gone on to become a professional swimmer. Um, you're, you're representing the DC Trident, uh, this year in ISL, second year in ISL. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, and, and you're continuing to grow as a swimmer, as an athlete, uh, and, and improve those times, which, you know, just a cool journey to have, have watched from afar and, uh, and, and gotten to know you personally also. So let's, let's start with, uh, with where you're at right now in your current situation. Um, <clears throat> how, how have you navigated through this pandemic? I know you, when we started, you were training with the pro group in Bloomington, Indiana, at the University of Indiana. Take, take us through your journey from there. Okay, so yeah, that week after the Des Moines uh, pro swim, that was like the craziest week ever. We were all like one day, it was like one day after another, just like one thing was going to happen. I remember going to the pool in Bloomington that week. We, I still, I stayed through that week. And then finally, like the end of that week, the pool closed and I was like, all right, like I was like, I'm from, I'm from Alabama. I'm not used to like it being cold in March and just like, so I was, I was, I was antsy to get out anyway, just cause the, just the weather and everything. And I wanted to get back home and everything. So I went on like like that Friday went at that whole week of everything crazy. I left that Saturday, um, and I went I went and stayed with my girlfriend. And I was there for in Bat she lives in Baton Rouge, and so I was there for like a month and a half. And I kind of went home, went and see my parents, stayed at the lake, and just kind of did what everybody else did, just hung out and worked out where where I could, and uh, did some did some did some fun things. So it was it was a pretty positive experience um, considering. Yeah. What, how, so, you know, you said worked out, what were you doing to stay active? Uh, where, where did you have access to? I know everyone's situation was totally different, but uh, what, what was your situation like during that month and a half? So for like, yeah, the month, first month and a half down there in Baton Rouge, I didn't like no weight room, none, nothing. So we would, we would run every other day around like this, this is just like outdoor lake place. And so we ran, you know, five, six miles, just pretty long, just like aerobic stuff. And I, I was getting into it. Definitely like running 
compared to swimming. I mean, swimming just makes you exhausted, but my, like, I've never had my knees, legs, ankles just like sore from just running. I, I don't know how people do it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like every day, every day was another thing, my hips, my back, like something. Um, and then we were doing, we were doing like Nike training club workouts. Um, I found that app and those were some pretty intense workouts and like we were doing them in like the 85 degree heat and like humidity and like, like awful. So it was pretty intense training. I was doing no swimming. She has a pool in her backyard, but I mean, I did like, like I could do like two strokes a lap and then I like, <laughs> um, but then I went back home to Ellick, Ellick city. Um, and I, there's a guy there that, and none of the pools, I mean, there's no pool in Ellick city anyway, but, or mm-hmm. not really. Um, and there was a guy that I knew that he had an endless pool. Um, and so I swam in that his wasn't like the souped up one that Cody has, like that can go probably really fast. His was like, I think it was like a minute and eight seconds per hundred yards. Yeah. So I just, like, <laughs> I just like strapped up and I, I, I like, it's hard. Cause you, you're like, you're swimming by yourself one. And then you don't know, like you're, it's based off time and you just no clock down there. So I figured it out like, like 50 strokes was a hundred. So I was doing like, just like 500s repeatedly, just something to just get a feel for the water. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to Tuscaloosa in like June and we swam at uh, like the like a country club pool, no lane lines, yeah. no tees at the bottom of the pool, but it was 25 <laughs> yards, about 15 meters. And we were, we were doing that pretty good. Then like the Alabama heat, like that pool was 85, maybe 80, like 85 to 90 degrees. And like, we just couldn't do that anymore. So then we started going to like parks and rec pools and that's when kind of like the momentum kind of stopped. We were like, uh, cause Coley couldn't come with us and it was just a whole thing. And then finally, like when school started again, uh, they opened up the, the university pool and we've been doing lap swim. Okay. Nice. Um, tell me, so you went, you were at Indiana, uh, which has a, a massive pro group, you know, Cody Miller, uh, Olympic gold medalist, very famous vlogger. You know, they've got Lily King, also Olympic champion, uh, Zane Grothy, great distance swimmer, Blake Peroni, Zach Apple, you know, the list goes on. So you're, you were with a very big pro group there. Uh, now you're back in Tuscaloosa. What, what's, I know, I know Ryan Held is there. Uh, I know Margot Gear is there, who was also at Indiana formerly. Um, tell me, tell me about training with the pro group there. It's good. I, uh, I mean, we haven't like, I mean, we did at that country club and it was when we were training there, it was great. And last summer before I went to Indiana, I stayed in Tuscaloosa. So I trained a few days a week with them anyway. And I really, I really enjoy it. They're, they're like Ryan and Margo. They're, they're real, real laid back, real fun to train with. I mean, so is, so are the people in Indiana too. I mean, it's, that's, it's pretty great training groups the past two times of the past two places I've been. But, uh, and then I also Zane Waddle, he's, he's a pro now. And we, I mean, I, you know, undergrad with him. So we're good friends. So that's been fun. Yeah. Nice. What, uh, I know Jaunty was at Indiana when you were there. And so now you're, you're training, you're back in Alabama, but training with Coley. Um, what is, have you noticed differences there between Jaunty and Coley? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely different. Um, but I, that's that's kind of what I needed. I I at Indiana like it was I went there with John T and then it was we were kind of doing a mix of stuff and like if anything I was just kind of 
like, I mean, like you said, I, kind of, I got better and better every year at Alabama. And I was just like, it culminated. It was a great season, like the last season. And kind of everything changed. And I had to move to a different place and didn't know as many people. And so it was just, it was kind of a hard time for me. Not, not nothing bad about Indiana at all. It's just closer to home, Alabama, just, you know, different things. Miss, miss football season, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was a little burnt out with that same type of training. Um, just, you know, I, I, I felt like I worked like my last, my senior year, I like we worked so hard and I was just pretty, pretty burnt out from that. Um, especially after world university games, I came back and I was just like, and I, that summer was weird. Anyway, I was going like half with Coley, half with John T. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it was strange, but I think I like when, when all this hit, I was like, okay, I need to go back to Alabama, do something different, change it up. Like I got nothing to lose. Yeah. And so how, how, how is Coley different than John T? I know, I know each one is very stylized. Um, you know, John T was at Alabama for so long. Um, and Coley has kind of just, just gotten up to the ranks of certainly of college coaching, but you know, he, he's got, like we said, a sizable pro group. Um, what, what makes Coley's training distinct for you? It's, it's just different. It's not, it's not traditional. Um, so I don't, I, I guess for me, it's, it's, I don't compare, I don't compare, I can't compare that training to like training, um, I did at Alabama with John T. So like last year at Indiana, I wasn't maybe, I was just, like I said, I was kind of burnt out. So I would compare things to what I did in the past. And I was like, I would, you know, I'm just perfectionist, like wouldn't, didn't see it the way I saw it then. And if, if I wasn't swimming as fast, I was, I would, I'd kind of get down on myself. So Coley's is just so different. There's no like, you know, like a threshold practice isn't like 10, 10 100s or something where it's just like, there's very, it's very like, um, you, you swim at times, you know, the times you went, you know, and then on two thirty, his are just, his is a lot of just like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. You have to do that. And it's like, you're not really thinking about like, you're thinking about execution more than you are about times. And not that you, I thought about times in John with John T. It's just, I don't find myself like comparing and looking like, Oh, well, it's more just like, I'm in the moment I'm racing Ryan and Zane. And like, I, it's, it's instant feedback of like, okay, well, like we're together you know, I beat him on this one. He beat me on that one. So it's, it's, um, it's just different. And I, I feel like I needed that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, uh, I also talked to Ian Finnerty just a couple of days ago yeah. and, uh, you know, he's, he's now training with energy standard. And I think, you know, you see this a lot, especially when, when people make the transition from college to pro, it's like, you just need something different. Yeah. And, uh, I think, yeah, makes a lot of sense. And that's, you know, I've, I've seen Coley's workouts. I've heard about them and they, yeah, it, it sounds like yeah. no, no two practices are the same and yeah. he just kind of does his thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all got the same like framework. The bones are the same. Like there's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, like a little, like a swim out, then some, a, a drill set, and then maybe a drill set with some spliced in some fast stuff or whatever we're doing that day. And mm-hmm. then maybe a set. And then at the end, it's like, then he just starts throwing stuff at you. Like, <laughs> all right, a hundred or 50 back in hundred threshold, just like, and you're just like, you gotta be, you really have to, like, I, what I like about it is you have to be very present and like very focused on what you're doing at the time. You can't, you're not like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's cool training. I like it. 
And, and that, I mean, just from listening to you hear about it, it makes sense because especially for someone who's trying to develop, you know, top, top speed. Yeah. It, you have to be engaged. You have to think about what you're doing and you kind of have to feel it out and, and you can't be distracted. And, uh, you know, if, if you're engaged with whatever you're doing, I think yeah. it's going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talked about your pro training now, your college training. Um, like we said, you grew up in Alabama. Um, you came into college as a state champion in the 50 and the 100 free. Um, you were two-time USA Scholastic All-American. You had an Olympic, tri- Olympic trials in the 50 free. So <clears throat> you're a sprinter for a while. Uh, what, what was swimming for you like in high school? I mean, I don't think Alabama as a state is known for swimming, uh, but you know, you, you came out of there pretty good. Uh, what, what was high school swimming like for you? Yeah. Um, so I, I swam for a while, just summer league in Alex city. And then I swam that there was a town just 20 minutes down the road that had a bubble. So I swam there until like I swam through that in 2008. And then I was like, okay, because that, that was like Michael Phelps's year. And I was like, all right, like, I'm swimming the 200 fly. Like, I'm doing the 4 I am. I have to go to a different place. All right. And then, and then so I was, I was like, I got to go to Auburn. And so there were, some, there were some people that were going to Auburn from my town. So we kind of carpooled. Um, but, yeah, that was hard. That was hard because it was like a 45-minute drive. Like, I'd come back from school, go straight to practice. I mean, I know a lot. I mean, I know a lot of people had – had commutes and everything, but it was, it was tough, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't get to do doubles as much in high school just cause I had school and I couldn't, you know, drive yeah. all the way back. Um, but I, I couldn't, I made it work sometimes, but I think the coolest thing about training at Auburn was like, I was there starting in 2008. That was kind of the end of their run, but there was like, I was still on like Fred Biscay was still on deck. Like Cesar Cielo was still on deck. Like, yeah. all these guys and I'm like I'm like looking up these guys and that's I, it, that's definitely motivated me to be like oh these guys are right here like you know like I didn't even you know I don't think I'm not, I didn't even think about like oh my circumstances of like you know I'm from Ellic City like there's no swim team there like all that I just mm-hmm. saw those guys and I was like well this is the this is the path like this is where I can do this yeah and I mean, one, one thing you have to mention is you just walk into my first time in Auburn <clears throat> was the time when I was, it was, I was there right before I filmed you guys in Tuscaloosa, uh, two and a half years ago, I think. And, uh, I walked into the, you walk into the Auburn pool and, and everything is just right there. You see all of their Olympians, all their NCAA championships, you see all of their accolades are just posted on the walls everywhere. And, and there's a lot of them, right? Because like you said, you had Cesar, you had Fred, you had all these people who were training there for so long. Kirsty Coventry. I mean, the list goes on. But uh, so, so, so you start training at Auburn. So when, when did the transition from I want to do two fly four I am to 50, free happen? Like very, very quickly. <laughs> I like... Well, I mean, you see Phelps and he's like doing it so easily and I've never even like done I've, like summer league. It's like, I don't even think there's hundreds of, maybe there's hundreds of strokes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, Oh, he's, this is so easy. <laughs> I, I, I fly. I just, I can't get the rhythm, whatever. I just, 
I do it. I do it in practice just for some strength and just work on the catch. But uh, yeah, fly is not my thing. Yeah, and and so you start training at Auburn, and <clears throat> when you know, like you said, you see these Olympians, and you're like, all right, well, this is this is the path. This is what I got to do. Um, I mean, tell me about that path for you. Um, what were some ups and downs you went through through in high school, and wh- how did you finally get to the point of you know, also you're training in Auburn. How'd you end up at, uh, in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm all, I've been, I've been an Alabama fan. Um, and I, 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 like, I say this a lot kind of, so I started like my dad and I got season tickets at Alabama in 2005 and we started going that year, that year to games. That's when I really started watching and paying attention. But I think, I don't know when they, when it started, but Alabama lost to Auburn in football six, six straight years. And like going, going back, and that's like 2000s, we were really bad. And just like going through that every like at those Mondays after those games and just like, I'm a kid and like, I don't even, like, I didn't even think Alabama could beat Auburn. Like it was such a mindset of like, that's not a thing. So 2008, that season, we were like, Kurt Saban's second season. And we were like, uh, we went undefeated and then we beat Auburn really bad. That was just like a, um, like just a super like motivating season. And I, like, I lived through the motivations and like what was going on with the football team. And so like 2009, we won the national championship. The next year, Auburn wins the national championship. And that was an awful, awful year to be down there. Cause it was just like, I was like, we just won. And then we can't even celebrate for, you know, like, but then we <laughs> won it again the next year and then the next year. So it was, I would come in, I would, I would come in, those early years with like all my Alabama stuff on, I would, I would just like, like I was, I was such a little jerk with it, but uh, <laughs> it was fun. Um, I don't, what was the question? I don't, like, <laughs> that was, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Especially just going into Auburn with all, with all your roles. I was ready. I was ready to die. I was, I was going in there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the hill that you were dying yeah. on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so, so, but, so you, you go to this Auburn club team and what is, what is the contrast? What was training there like versus, you know, you, you would come from this smaller summer league in Alex city, like you said. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, at the, at the beginning of it, the first four years we had the coach, Jeff Dellinger, he was there, the head coach of the senior group. And then, uh, Lionel Moreau, he swam at Auburn. He was a good IMer. Um, but he was coach and he like, it was very like technique oriented. We focused on technique a lot. And so I think that, and then I was going to like Alabama swim camps as well. And that was very, that was very good for me, even though the coaches at the time weren't like the the program wasn't great. I feel like I gained a lot of just technical um, insight from that. So that definitely has been kind of something that I've always focused on is technique and, you know, doing things, practicing the right way. Um, Mm. But yeah, he was there until like 2012 and then he went back to France and in the last few years, um, it was just with, uh, Jeff and, um, and I definitely the last couple of years, I, you know, I hadn't, I did, we didn't, never did any weights, all that. Um, so I definitely felt like I was really just waiting to get into a weight program and it's in a different environment. Um, and just, uh, uh, the, like, I didn't know where I was going to go, like in turn, like this, the sky was the limit, I guess, once I started getting some weights, weights and putting some weight on and getting some strength. Um, but it was a good, I mean, it was a good program. I, I definitely better than the best thing I could have done in Alabama, I think. Sure. 
Uh, okay, so so you're, I mean, how tall are you? I'm like 6'3", maybe. You, you're pretty, to me, that's judge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- you're, you're pretty tall, you're 6'3", but you, I mean, you're fairly skinny, I think oh, that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, yeah. in high school, uh, I mean, you know, at, at the state meet, let's say, were you the, the tallest kid, but also the skinniest kid there? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, the state meet wasn't like super, super like talented. There were some years before, like with Will Glass and those like that, that ahead of me was, was pretty like a pretty solid. Um, and then like my year, I think, yeah, Zach, Zach Harding's my year. So it was good, but we did some of the same things. Um, there were some other good guys. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I was, I, I felt like I was pretty tall for them, but definitely when I got to Alabama, I'm like, I'm short <laughs> compared to these guys. Yeah. So, so you had always, what, what was the moment like when you, when you received the okay that you were going to swim for the university of Alabama? Um, I mean, I'm guessing that that was some pretty good news for you. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it's childhood dream. I mean, I just, um, but I was just, I didn't even think about it at the time. It was just like, what's the next step, you know, like, and I came, I just was, all right, let's go. Like I'm, I'm ready to work. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, uh, again, you, you mentioned you get there, you're not the tallest guy. Uh, what, what was that freshman season like for you? Um, huh? just, just coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I came in and I had always been like, sometimes like Marcelo would practice with us at Auburn or we'd race the pros at, at just those, just the meets. And so I was always just really just like I'd, I'd get in there I'd, I'd get in there and race no matter what I didn't care if I lost or whatever because I mean I'm swimming Marcelo I'm like of course I'm gonna lose but like I'm gonna go for it um, yeah. so I had nothing to lose and that's kind of how I approached my freshman year I was like going I was racing everybody I was like racing all the guys that were established there and like Christian and um, BJ Hornicle was there and a lot of the a lot of the upperclassmen um, but I was I was just just getting in there, just like a sponge. I just wanted to absorb as much as I could and get better. What, uh, what was one pivotal moment for you that freshman season that things you could tell things really kind of started to clicking or, you know, yeah. uh, you, you said you were like a sponge, you know, what, what was one lesson that really stuck with you through that? Huh? I don't know. Um, I mean, I just, John T really got in with my stroke and I thought I had a good stroke, but he really just like, we, he worked on it a lot and we, we, you know, he, he made it, um, you know, help, help me, gave me tips. And we, I mean, every month, like Monday morning, he'd just be like walking up and down the deck and like, I'd stop every 50 and he'd tell me like to do this thing, do that thing. Um, I guess, I, don't, I guess the pivotal moment was, I'd like swam sophomore year. I went like 20.6 in high school. And then I like plateaued. I think the reason why I went that fast was I was swimming beside Adam Brown and he went like 19.7, which I thought was like, Oh my gosh, and I, was, <laughs> right. I was riding his waves. I definitely went too fast too early, but um, I remember at SECs I went, I was super nervous. Like season hadn't gone, you know, I hadn't like gone crazy fast that and invite and the dual meets and stuff but i think i went i broke i broke 20 and i went like 19 8 or whatever and i was like oh my gosh this is great and i remember standing behind the blocks i wasn't in like the circle seated heats and then caleb comes up and goes like 18 3 <laughs> or whatever. 
And I just remember like, I was standing there. I was like, well, uh, <laughs> well, okay, I guess I got to go faster. Like, <laughs> like I guess 19, eight's not enough. <laughs> I, dude. Yeah. That was, so that was, that was 2016. Yeah. 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 I remember that was at Mizzou and that's, that's when Caleb's yeah. sophomore year, I believe. And, and that's when he really started to ascend to what he's become today. He goes, yeah, 18, three, like you said, and everyone's just kind of like, what? <laughs> it was casual. I was like, are you kidding? Like, I was like, I just had the best one of my life. And then I just got beat by like over a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, yeah. And, and that sounds like an eye opening experience. Um, like we said earlier, you, you kind of just kept, kept moving up and kept moving up in Alabama. Um, <clears throat> as, as you went out through your sophomore, junior, senior seasons, um, what, I mean, what kept you motivated to keep, keep, keep going and keep going, um, and just, you know, again, have those improvements year after year, every single year you were there? Yeah, I guess the thing for me was just, I mean, Coach Saban's philosophy of just the process and just every day, just not worrying about, you know, you know, every year I'd always be disappointed at the end of the season because I'd be like, I, I, like, I want to be like I, – I, like, I know where I want to end up and I'm not there yet. But, like, looking back on it, I'm like, you know, I improved every year. It's not like I didn't – I, did, I never plateaued at all. So I was still improving. That's just how the improvement was going to be that year. Um, but, yeah, just focusing on the process, not really – um, thinking about all the other things that I, you know, I can't control, but definitely, I mean, I, I would watch coach Saban's press conferences every Monday and Wednesday and like, whatever he was saying, I was like, all right, that's okay. You're telling, that's what you're telling me. All right, let's get, let, you know, whatever lessons I would always find like nuggets and he, he has so many great things, but like, I would always find just like things. And I'd be like that, like the next day of practice, I would be thinking about that. And I think that's, that's so great that, uh, you know, you, you had your head coach, but you were still, you were still listening to coach Saban, still a huge football fan. Um, and so let, let's get into your senior year. Well, sorry, one, one more thing. Uh, your junior year is when you really came onto a lot of people's radars. Um, Georgia tech invite, this is December, 2017. And you uh, pop a forty-one-nine uh, at that invite. What what was really starting to click for you at that meet? That was the year when my stroke really came into that like hydro freestyle, whatever that all that. So that was that summer at U at 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 U.S. Nationals, the the trials meet for uh, Budapest didn't go didn't didn't go very well. Like I was like, all right, whatever, like give up and then I like I remember I came in John T was like you're going to US Open you're going to swim and I was like all right whatever and then so I just was like came into the, that month it was just like all right like I'm just gonna have some fun like hang out with my friends and stuff and it just got and then it started clicking it just like somehow it started clicking um and I remember watching that Budapest that world champs and I remember seeing Caleb and I remember seeing his stroke looked a little different and it's funny because I talked to Steve uh Jung, Jung I can't pronounce his last name at Florida at Wugs last year. And he was saying that like Caleb did the kind of the same thing where he's changed his stroke from, he did something. And 
I noticed it because I saw it at, I mean, he went, you know, he went like a second faster from trials to, to worlds. So I was like, okay. And then I just started seeing that and visualizing that in practice. And then it just carried on through the year. But yeah, at, at, at that invite, I remember when I went that, I was, you know, the invites are tough anyway, like just bodies just exhausted. And I just remember I did that and I was like, okay, like, all right, like this is, this is good. This is, things are working now. Yeah. And, and again, I think <clears throat> that's when everyone's kind of like, wait, who's, who's Robert Howard? He's, he's from 41, 900, 100 yard freestyle. That's, that's pretty good. You know, he's, you were leading the NCAA at the time. Uh, only got to go under 42 up until either conference meets or uh, NCAAs, but let's get into your senior year. Um, you SEC champion in the 50 free, 100 free, uh, and a part of the 200 medley relay, uh, 200 free relay. You guys won quite a few. <laughs> you, you, you had a great SEC meet. Um, what about that postseason, your senior season, uh, was really enjoyable for you? Yeah, I'm trying to remember back, like, how it all just kind of came together. I remember I was – I mean, you never know. Like, I remember that that two hundred melee that Tuesday night at SECs. That like that relay is just the craziest relay anyway, because everybody's there. No one's like no one's warming down. Everybody's just focused on that on that race. I remember I was so nervous because you never know. Like, you hit the taper or not. And I remember I went like I went like fast, but I didn't go like crazy fast. But it was just like the the one swim I needed. We won we won the race, and I was like, okay, like. And then I got into it and it's just like one swim after the other. And that was like the hardest meet for me, just like mentally, because like I was kind of the favorite and cause I, cause like Zach, Zach Apple went to Indiana. So like it was, there was no, Kyle DeCourcy was there. Um, but I was pretty, I was pretty much like in my mind, I was like, I'm a, I, I, I should win all these events. Like I need to. And so that was just kind of hard just to, having that pre- not pressure, but just kind of pressure of just like, you have to, you had, I just had to stay focused the entire time because I needed to win. I should have, I should win every single thing I need to do. And that was definitely a different challenge than just like, let's see how fast we can go get second or third, whatever, like see how fast we go. But that one was like coming in with the expectations of doing it and then ending up like doing, doing it. Yeah. What, how do you feel like you, handled that challenge i mean secs for for anyone who hasn't been most people in the sec say the secs is their favorite meet above the ncaa's it's it's men and women combined it's five days it's it's a it's a crazy meet and the energy is unlike any other meet i've ever been to um so that's the secs is a long meet how did you and you you know you were racing obviously every day um, with relays and individuals, how did you manage that pressure over the course of those five days? Yeah, I mean the meat itself, like just the grind. It's not as bad as because there's no more. There's no morning swim, so it's not as bad as NCs. But just the emotions of like cheering your teammates and like, I mean, I was one of the captains, so you know, I and we would we would always like if we weren't going to be the best team, we were going to be the loudest team and we were going to have the most fun on deck and we were going to be right. We were just going to, we weren't like, we didn't, we didn't really care about what anybody else thought of us. I don't think we like made people mad or anything, but we were, we just were like, we're going to have some fun. 
And so just keeping that excitement going, that definitely is training. I had to manage it. I mean, I knew how to do it. I, you know, it wasn't my first one. So, um, but yeah, it's just emotional, physical. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a fun, tough meet. It's a good challenge. Yeah. And, uh, so, so you, you get through that meet, you do, you do win all of those events. Um, and then you go to NCAAs, um, Tell me about that meet again. You guys were you, you kept your streak alive. You won the two hundred medley relay, your first NCAA championship. Um, what what were your nerves like heading into that race particularly? That race was 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 kind of crazy because um, we were confident. Like we were super confident. Because I mean, if you get clean water, you're good. And we had the we had the fastest backstroker, and then we had a very competent breaststroker. And I just remember for me, for them, I, I mean, you know, when you're in the moment, you always find the pressure. Like you always, there's always something, but for them, I was like, man, if I could just be the backstroker, it's no pressure here, but finishing is different. And also like our flyer, he was good. He made improvements and he swam his, he swam a perfect race for him. But I, I knew, I knew he was going to be the, the weaker link in terms of just compared to the other, the other, the field. And I knew they were going to be catching. So like, I just remember, standing on the blocks and I see like, like the field and I get my last like view of where we are. I didn't really know where we were. So I just go for, I mean, it's a 50. So you're not really, it's not like you're changing your strategy, but remember I flipped and I look over and I see Hoffer um, and I'd swam beside him the two times in the 50 free and he beat me both times and I, his underwaters are super good, but I know I got him on top of the water. So I like saw where he was um, in relation to where we were individually. And I was, I was like a little bit behind him, but not as far as the individual. So I knew I was like, okay, I'm going to catch him on top of the water. Like I got that. And then like rest was beside me and then Tate Jackson, but I couldn't see any of that. I was just like, just going. And then we really separated at the end. And that's kind of how we'd always been practicing. It's just to like, just finish, finish strong. And you can see it in all of our, all of our, uh, all of our, uh, legs of the relay where we just really finished so wall strong. Yeah. And I mean, what, you know, after, after four years at Alabama working, 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 what did it feel like to, to win that team title, um, for you personally and as a team? Yeah, that was, it's definitely like the best moment of my life. Just cause like looking back, like as the little nine-year-old that's sitting in Brian Denny stadium and like loving Alabama so much, and I remember just like that moment, I was like, I, like, I pictured it in my head for forever. And it finally like actually happened. And I was like, are you like, this is, this is crazy. Like this is, this is, so I, it, at the time, the best moment of my life was in the national championship game against Georgia when Tua threw the, the, the touchdown, I was in the stadium. And like, I just remember the ball in the air and then it goes and I was just like freaking out, but that definitely topped it. But that was the same type of feeling of just like, we just won, like, oh my gosh, like, despite everything else, we won, like, and that was, that was, uh, it was, a, it was an awesome moment, I'll always remember. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so, again, you finish your college, that college career on a high. Um, <clears throat> one more thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is that, that, that following summer, uh, you go to the world university games, you had qualified at the summer nationals the, the year before. Um, and you're, you're part of another championship relay. 
you go to the World University Games, you swim on the foreign free relay that wins gold. I I don't think you guys would have meddled, but I think you certainly would that relay would have certainly would have finaled at world championships. Um, yeah. I mean, that was you guys, you guys blew your competition out of the water. Um, you swam on the prelims and the finals relay. Um, what was the, what was going to the world university games like? That was fun. That was a lot. That was, that was a cool experience. Um, uh, it was, it was, it was fun to meet everybody. I mean, I still like talk to those guys. I mean, I was teammates with Zach and then, um, I mean, I, I made relationships with a lot of different people and it was just, that's kind of what I like about something. And same with ISL, like just meeting people and just getting to know people. And that's, um, that was, I mean, I swam the first day and then I was done. So I was kind of just hanging out, just cheering on the team. And it was, it was a fun, it was a really fun experience compared to like, I didn't, you know, I didn't swim like a ton of events like SECs or whatever, but it was, uh, um, it was fun just you know, hanging out in Italy for the rest of the week. Yeah, honestly, that sounds like my dream swim meet. Just swim the first day and then <laughs> just cheer. It was fun. It was fun. Um, what, tell me about being on that relay prelims and finals. Um, <clears throat> you know, t- walk me through that experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, it's, it, was, it was kind of, it sucked because we swam the first day. I don't know what day it was of the week, but towards the end of the meet, like, all like the like the crowds were huge like like the italians came in and it was a raucous atmosphere um we didn't really have that and then like not like even like the whole team i mean everybody swimming like no one had was done at that point so everybody left and so it was kind of a it's kind of a weak atmosphere um but it was just fun i remember it was the fourth of july and like i remember tate and i like listening to like courtesy the red white and blue back like before we started warming up and i remember we were like i mean we're about to just, we're about to just like, cause that was the first big meet that summer. And we were like, let's just, let's, let's throw down some stuff. Let's show, let's show what America's got. Yeah, that, and that was, <clears throat> again, you guys, you guys really threw down. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, <clears throat> you guys went 4-11-03 and I stand corrected that really would have gotten a bronze medal at the yeah. world championships behind Russia and then the United States. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So you guys, you guys really lit it up. That was an awesome relay to watch. I remember, like you said, first big meet of the season. I remember watching it and we were just, you know, jaws on the floor because Zach Apple, 47, yeah. Dean Ferris, 47, Dean. Robert Howard, 47. And we were just yeah. like, we were all amazed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy too, just compared to like 2016 and to 2021 or whatever. Like, I mean, what was it like? It took like a 48 seven to make it in or 48 like mid or whatever. And like, that's not even going to make semis probably. It's, <laughs> it's, who like, who, what, who, where, like, why did everybody start swimming the 100 free? Like what's going on? This is kind of messed up. It's uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, 2015, our 400 free relay doesn't make the final yeah, world championships, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, four years later, we are, you know, I think we won by a yeah. second. You got, you know, the B team or the the university team uh, crushes the field by four. You guys won by over four seconds. Yeah, uh, in that relay. Yeah, again. 
a lot of hunter freestylers, a lot of talent there. It's, it's pretty exciting as a fan, uh, as an athlete, you guys certainly have your work cut out for you come trials. Yeah. Um, so, so speaking of trials, just to wrap our conversation up here, um, moving forward, what are you thinking about for the next couple months? Um, obviously you've got ISL with the TC Trident. Um, what are, before you leave for Budapest in a few weeks, um, what are you looking to achieve? Do you have any short-term goals just for yourself in practice? What, what's it going to look like? Um, yeah, because this past, the past couple months have been just kind of weird. And, um, you know, it's, it feels like it's, we're still not, you know, we're, we're still just kind of doing lap swim. When we're, t- we're together now, finally. But, um, you know, it's just, I guess, for the next three weeks, three and a half weeks before we go, just, just continue to focus on the details and just focus on the process, like, like, like I said before. Um, just kind of just get ready. And I, I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, I mean, we're going to be training and we have to like train and, but it'll be, it'll be a different environment. Like we didn't do too many dual meets. I know some schools do like the January where they do dual meets every weekend, but um, this will be interesting uh, to see how like we approach the week. Uh, you know, I don't know how it'll be four days hard and then a day of kind of rest or rest and then four days hard and then the meets. Uh, so it'll be, a, it'll be a fun, uh, fun experience. Um, but yeah, just nothing really changes. Not really looking for anything in particular, just focus on the details and, uh, just get everything prepped and ready to go for Budapest. Yeah. Well, Robert, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Uh, it's always good catching up and yeah, I hope, I hope things go well in Budapest. I'm really excited to watch the action. Yeah. Yeah. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.